Ah, social media. It's all over. It has taken over all of our lives. Is it good? Is it bad? Should we be on social media? Should we run the other way? (laughs) Delete all the apps, never do anything with social media. Like, what's the answer? That's what I'm going to get into in this episode. Should you be on social media? If you feel in your spirit that the answer is no, then I'm going to help you out and give you a step-by-step plan to help you reduce your social media use. I pray this episode blesses you. Welcome to Unlocking Joy After Grief. My name's Courtney, wife, mama of six kiddos, one in heaven waiting for us, and that's why I'm here. In 2017, we lost our four-year-old son, Sam, and it's my joy to share with you everything this journey has taught me. So if you're ready for biblical encouragement, first-hand lessons, and support from a fellow grieving mama, then let's lace up our shoes and begin walking this road together. So I believe the first step when we start thinking about should we get off social media? Should I reduce how much time I spend on social media? I think we need to look at the statistics of social media because I believe it's something we all know that the majority of us spend too much time on social media. It's not good for us. But let's look at some stats. And I will have the link to the article I got all these stats from in the show notes if you wanted to look at it yourself. From 2009 to 2017, depression grew by 63% in adults who use social media. 63% over double the amount of adults ages 18 to 25 had more depression because of social media. More than one in three adults, 38% of adults, see social media use as harmful. Only 5% think it's positive. Only 5% thinks it's a good thing. 38% thinks it's harmful. And yet here we are on it. We spend hours and hours every day on these platforms that most people know are not good for us. So why? Why Are we on social media so much? Why can't we stop the addiction of social media? In general, we are a selfish people. Like that's just our like sinful nature. We're just, we're selfish. We have to work to be selfless, right? We have to work to be like Jesus, to put others first. Jesus came and shook everybody because he said, if you want to be first, you have to be last. If you want to be great, you have to serve. So he he came and brought this servant mindset that we have to work at. If we did it and it came naturally, Jesus wouldn't have to have pointed it out. He pointed it out because it's not natural to us. We are a selfish people just naturally. So we have to work at not being selfish. If you're in person and you're carrying on a conversation in person, it says that in this article that we talk about ourselves 30 to 40% of the time in that conversation, if we're in person, like face-to-face. On social media, people talk about themselves 80% of the time. I'm just going to let that sink in. So when we talk about ourselves that much, and we receive a notification that someone has liked this post that we talked about ourselves, or they commented on this post that's all about me, all about us. We get a dopamine hit. And dopamine 
is the part of your brain that gives you the feelings of pleasure, satisfaction, and motivation. So it's the feel-good parts of your brain, those that feel-good emotions. That's what dopamine gives you. There was a picture in this article, and they called it the dopamine reward loop. You get a notification on your phone. Someone's liked your post, your picture. Someone sent you a message, commented on it. So you pick it up. The dopamine increases in your brain because that's what that does. You feel happy because the dopamine has been released. Well, then when you put your phone down, the dopamine goes down and then you get a notification. Oh, and it's back up. And it's that dopamine loop of happiness that it's completely tied to whether people are liking your stuff, commenting on your stuff. So it's completely out of your control. So what happens when people don't like it? When you post something and no one says anything or they say something negative. So your emotions, your happiness, your outlook on life is completely tied to these apps, to this platform. Another stat that I wanted to bring up, this is the last one before I get into the episode, is how much people are addicted to their phone. Maybe not even the apps on their phone, but just their physical phone. A study found that 94 percent of participants reported feeling troubled when they didn't have their phone. 94 percent were like tr- were troubled, were upset when they didn't have their phone on them. 80 percent were jealous when someone else used their phone. And 70 percent expected to feel depressed, panicked, and helpless if their phone went missing or they couldn't find it. Y'all, this is serious. A phone addiction is real. And I think we all know. We all know it's here. It's like that elephant in the room that no one wants to talk about, but we all know is there. The addiction to our phones, the addiction to social media, it's real. So what's the answer? Do we throw our phones away, delete all the apps, never do anything? No, that's not the answer. I think being aware of it is the first step saying, okay. I might be addicted to my phone. I might be addicted to social media. So what do I do? So I have a step-by-step plan for you. If you if you feel, now this might not be for everyone. Social media might not be an issue for you. You know, I believe that you, the Holy Spirit right now is kind of poking your heart saying, hey, this is for you. Hey, hey, you need to listen to this. And if you don't feel that conviction and you don't feel that nudge, then you're good. You're good. Just keep a heart check, you know, keep a check on it to make sure that it doesn't become an idol or an addiction in your life. And then, you know, you keep going. (laughs) I'll see you next week because this episode probably isn't for you. And that's okay. It's not going to be for everybody. But this was me. Probably it was six months ago, uh, maybe a little bit longer. This was me. I really knew I had a problem. It was it was a habit. I just went straight to Facebook, straight to Instagram, and was just scrolling, 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 scrolling. Got that finger going just to scrolling. And it did not bring me joy. It brought me down. And so I did these steps that I'm fixing to share with you. And it has brought me freedom. I still get on social media. I haven't like removed my accounts and deleted it, which, you know, you can do that if you decide you want to after this. But I'm still on social media. It just doesn't control me. I don't scroll anymore. Uh, There are some things I do on social media, but it's freed me. 
And if that's you, if you want to be free from it, then this is for you. And I want you to listen. And I really want the Holy Spirit to kind of guide you in this because it is so freeing not to be tied to my phone, not to be tied to social media and the destructiveness of it. Uh, There is good parts of it too, but it wasn't, it wasn't good for me. It wasn't good for my, my mental health. It wasn't good for my emotions. It has been very freeing not being tied down to that. So if that's you, I want you to listen to this with an open mind and open heart. Let the Holy Spirit kind of guide you in what you need to do for your own journey to find freedom from your phone, freedom from social media. Okay, so the first step that I want you to do before we go like doing any restrictions or anything like that is I want you to do an audit on your accounts. I want you to unfollow people and you can do this without them knowing, (laughs) like if it's your family or someone close to you, you can unfollow them without like them knowing, like just hiding their posts so that it doesn't show up on your feed. But I want you to go through and unfollow people and accounts that do not bring you joy, that do not bring that like, you know, I'm, I'm, you probably already have some thoughts or some accounts and people in your mind right now. You're like, oh yeah, that's the one. Just go ahead and do it. I give you permission to unfollow these people. (laughs) They won't know. They will, they'll never know. And if it's people you don't know, then you can just delete them because, you know. But if it's people you know <laughs> or people in your life that you don't want them to know that you're on, like you've deleted them, then there's a way you can do it. And just remove all the negativity from your feed. Remove all the drama. Remove all the, the people that you, and it might not be negative. Maybe it's people you look at and you compare your life to theirs and it makes you feel like what you have isn't enough unfollow them because that is stealing your gratitude and your thankfulness for what you do have. And that's not a good thing. That's dangerous. So we want to remove all the people that you compare your life to that make you wish you had more instead of being grateful for what you have. So we're going to unfollow all those people. So we're going to clear our feed of all the negativity. And then I want you to follow the people that bring value and joy to your life. So the people that are left are people and accounts that lift you up, that make you grateful for what you have, that don't make you wish you had more things and wish your life looked like theirs. So your account is full. And then I want you to go search for people. Search for, um, you can search hashtags on Instagram, um, and keywords on Facebook. And now those are the only two I really did. I can't really speak to Snapchat or TikTok. I don't really use those, so I can't really speak to those. So I'm specifically talking about Facebook and Instagram here. But search for things that are uplifting and positive. Make a feed that when you're on it, it brings you up, not down. Now, the algorithm's going to try and like do suggested accounts and suggested posts. If there's one that comes up that really triggers you, that um, brings you down, you can click, you know, don't show. I don't know the exact phrase, but like basically don't show this or anything like this in my feed. And you can kind of teach the algorithm what kind of content you want to watch and to see. Okay, so we've audited our social media accounts We've unfollowed the people that are not good for us. We followed accounts that bring us joy and happiness and uplift us. Now, we need to work on the amount of time you spend on those apps. The typical user 
spends about two and a half hours a day on social media. Two and a half hours a day over the course of a year. That's a little over a month that the average person spends on social media. I'm going to let that sink in. A month of your life is spent on social media. For you, it could be uh, less, it could be more. But on average, that's a lot of time. Time that we could have spent doing something else, anything else. Spending time with our family, making memories with our family. Because we know after we've lost our child, memories are all we have of them. And they are so special and so important. So instead of spending a month of your life over the course of a year on social media, you can be doing other things. Think of all the things that you could do with that time. And so again, I'm not saying that it's all or nothing, right? Okay, well, I'm just going to delete it and not get on it at all, which you could, if that's what the Holy Spirit is kind of telling you to do, then you need to do that. You need to do what he's telling you to do. But I believe for the majority of us, you know, we can get still get on social media, but with boundaries. We, we need to have boundaries in place until that addiction and that habit is broken. Uh, and then once it's broken, you can kind of ease up on the boundaries a little bit and then just kind of keep a pulse check on it. Like, okay, how am I doing? Am I, am I scrolling too much? You know, whatever. But we'll get to that in a minute. So let's work on reducing the amount of time we spend on social media. So the first thing I wanted you to do after you've done your audit, you got your account all good. Next step is I want you to move the app to a different part of your phone. If you're anything like me, I had my Facebook and my Instagram on the homepage of my phone. That's probably not the right term, but the that first screen that pops up. And I knew exactly where it was and I would just hit it and scroll, hit it and scroll. It was a habit. And I realized it was a habit when I moved it because, and you'll see this too. And I actually moved it to a folder that I labeled distraction. (laughs) I moved Facebook and Instagram there and it wasn't on my home. Like I made it hard to find. Right after I did that, I would pick up my phone and go where Facebook was or go where Instagram was. And it wasn't there anymore. And that was so eye opening to me because I was like, whoa. It was such a habit. I didn't even know I was doing it. I would pick up my phone and go and it wasn't there. And that was a huge like aha moment for me. It was a habit. It was something I didn't even think about. I just did it and scrolled. So move it. Move the app to a different, completely different part of your phone to break the habit of clicking on it immediately as soon as you open up your phone. Because when you go to click on it, it's not there. You stop and you think, oh, So then you have to go search for it and find it. But that little second of, do I really want to do this happens. Like that thought of it was there. It's not, do I want to go search and find it? I mean, I can find it. I can pull down and hit search and search and get it, but it's not as easy to access. And so just that little bit of break will give you time to think, do I really want to open this app? And I didn't. I didn't. Okay. So once you try that, the next part of this, the next step up from moving it would be to actually delete the app off your phone on the weekends. So you have it on your, in your little, you know, not on your home screen, we've moved it, but now we want to delete it completely off of our app on the weekends. 
if moving the app doesn't help and you still just search and find and scroll. Let's just delete it. Let's just remove it from your phone on the weekends. Because the weekends are family time, right? That's the time we're not working. Kids aren't in school. Those are the the days, Saturday and Sunday, that we have with our family that we don't need to be distracted by our phones, by social media. So let's get it off our phones. And then on Monday, you can just download it back. Will that be a pain? Because you'll have to re-sign in. Yes, it will. But that's the point. (laughs) We don't want it to be easy to get into our phones because we're trying to break this habit, break the addiction. Okay, so we have a plan. We've moved the app to a different folder. We're going to delete it on the weekends. So when we get on the app, what do we do? We want to reduce the amount of time we spend on it. No longer are we going to spend two and a half hours a day on social media. We're not losing a month of our life. In the article that I was uh, pulling from previously, reducing social media use to even 30 minutes per day resulted in significantly lower levels of depression, anxiety, all those things that social media brings to 30 minutes a day. 10 minutes a day, according to the article, would be ideal. And that's probably what I do and not every day. But even if you reduce it to 30 minutes a day, you will notice a a significant decrease in all the negative effects that social media has. So I want you to set a timer on your phone before you... See, and all this is intentional, right? We're intentionally... We're not just getting on and scrolling because we're bored. We're not just getting on and scrolling because it's a habit and we're at a stoplight and we can't even wait, you know, two minutes for the stoplight to turn green before we're on our because and so we get on our phone again. We're breaking that. We're breaking the addiction. So we're being intentional with our time. So we're going to set a timer for 30 minutes. You will allow yourself 30 minutes to scroll whatever social media app you want to scroll. When that timer goes off, you close the app, turn off your phone, and you put your phone away, and then you're done. Will it be hard? Yeah, it will. Will it be worth it? A hundred percent. Okay, so now we have the time down that we're going to get on social media. We're doing it for 30 minutes. What do you do when you actually pull up the app? Are you going to just scroll and scroll and scroll? You could because we've done the audit. We filled our feed with things that bring us joy, bring us value. We're not comparing ourselves to people. So you could scroll or you could be more intentional with your social media use. Uh, You could do a little bit of scrolling and then you could, like if there's maybe someone specific in your life that you want to find updates, like, oh, they said they were going to go to a baseball tournament for their kid. I wonder if they won or something like that. You can go to that specific account, like search for their name, pull up their account, look at their updates. If you have a specific group that you're a part of, then you can just go to that group. That's actually what I do the majority of my social media use is spent in Facebook groups that I'm a part of that I want to be connected with these people with um, for courses I've bought that have Facebook groups attached to them, things like that, that um, are more like educational, inspirational. That's the majority of what I spend my time. Uh, Every now and then when I pull up my feed, I'll look at like the first three or four, but I can feel it as I start scrolling. I can feel that heaviness start to come on me. And I have to stop. And so I'll go to my Facebook groups. So that's what I do. This is so personal. So what, how I feel about it is going to be different than how you feel about it. So you're just going to have to 
When you're on those apps, really pay attention to how you're feeling mentally, emotionally. And if that scroll is affecting you, then stop. Go to the Facebook groups, pull up certain hashtags, different accounts. Be more intentional in your scroll rather than just mindlessly scrolling. Be more intentional in your time in that app. So that's it. How you feeling? <laughs> I know. I know. It, it's hard changing something in our life especially if it's a habit or even an addiction. But I promise you, when you break that habit, break that addiction to your phone, to social media, the freedom that comes in your mind is amazing. So if this is something that's been on your heart for a while, I want you to take this as a sign that it's time. Especially, you know, at the time of this recording, it's the 1st of December, so we're going into the holiday season If it's hard for you to see people's pictures and things that they're doing with their kids and all the presents that they bought their kids and, you know, there's so many things that could be triggering, especially after losing your child. Take This is the perfect time for you to try these steps, get off social media, even if you're like, I'm going to try it for a month. I'm going to try it for a month. If I really don't notice a difference or I can't, you know, it's not that big of a deal. I can get on social media and not affect me, then get back to it. But I can almost guarantee that if you do these steps, you reduce your social media usage, you break that addiction to your phone, you won't want to go back. And then that's motivation enough that when you do get on social media, it's easy to keep those boundaries. I don't have to set a timer. I don't have to, you know, do all these things anymore because it's not a problem area for me anymore. And so I'm able to get on and get off easily. So the one thing I want you to do, if you have decided, okay, this is what I've been wanting to do this. The Holy Spirit has been poking at my heart this entire episode, and I know this is what I'm supposed to do. Then I want you to start at the first step. I want you to go in your apps and start unfollowing people and accounts that you know you don't need to be looking at anymore. You already know the ones in, in, you already have them in your head. So just go start there, unfollow, and then go through the next steps about moving your app, setting a timer, things like that. So I'm excited to hear how this makes a difference in your life. If you want to, you can send me an email, Courtney at unlockingjoy.com. I'll see you next week. Love you, friend. Hi, friend. I hope this episode blessed you. The best advice I can give to be able to make it when a storm hits your life is to know who God is before it even starts to rain. I've created a free 31-day scripture calendar that will help you get to know who God is, His character. You can find this calendar plus bonus journaling pages and scripture cards all for free at unlockingjoy.com slash God's character. This will also be linked in the show notes. I pray the foundation of your faith will be strengthened as you journey into the heart of the Father. I'll see you next time. Love you, friends.